So you saw the title of this podcast and you clicked on it. And I'm pretty sure you thought to yourself, I wonder what kind of freaky, disgusting, nasty, kinky shit I could possibly learn today. And you know what? You are absolutely correct. But this podcast isn't just about sex. It's about things that I think are sexy. And who am I? Well, I'm your gracious host, V the Only Letter. And we're going to talk about a variety of topics on this podcast, like uh, politics, religion, sex, and smegma. Yeah, we're going to talk about dick cheese. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And remember, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Thanks. Two, one. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Oh That Sexy Podcast. I am your host, V, the only letter, and I'm hitting you again with another solo episode. I have to start this motherfucker off the right way. Um, So let me paint a picture for you guys, right? I have my candle lit. I believe I got this candle from Walmart. I forgot the brand of it, but it's like, has like a fiery fall wood smell, burgundy smell to it. And um, God, I love this fucking candle. I'm wrapped up in my favorite blanket. I have on my favorite Jets hoodie uh, that was purchased by somebody that I truly do care about and love. I'm wearing my... Jets bonnet, also purchased by the same person that I truly do care about and love. I'm drinking some coffee. It is 54 degrees outside of a beautiful queen's dark morning. And I'm sitting in pitch black, minus the light from the laptop and the um, candlelight. And I'm wrapped up in my sweats. Nice pair of sneakers, because it's a little chilly in the basement, and I am completely comfortable. This is a good comfort. I feel so fucking safe right now. I have my coffee here. I'm warm. I'm protected. But sometimes comfort can be addicting. There was a post that, uh, and I have to give a shout out to my boy Kev. Um, if you go on my Instagram page, you'll probably see our many conversations that we have back and forth. Love that guy. He's a piece of shit, but I love him. And we've talked about comfort. And... 
That is the most addicting feeling that you can ever have in your life. Comfort. It's so funny that when you feel like you get comfortable at a place, how much life tends to pass you by. And by place, I do mean that literally and figuratively and metaphorically. Um, before I got on this podcast, I was enjoying my comfort, right? And I love listening to um, ambient rap music, you know, um, alternative rap uh, uh, groups like Travis Scott, um I guess you could put Lil Uzi as a uh, as an alternative. Yeah, I would consider him alternative. It's debatable. Um, but I love Don Tolliver, and so I'm listening to songs uh, by Don Tolliver, um, and I'll post them on the in the links um, on SoundCloud and on uh, on Twitter. But I'm listening to Don Tolliver slowed and reverbed. And oh my God, if you want to listen to music high as fuck and you want to feel so fucking deep and good and so you want to expand your universe and just completely lose yourself, you need to get high as fuck and you need to listen to Don Tolliver slowed and reverb. I promise you, you will not regret it. Definitely not regret it. So... I'm enjoying my comfort. Now, listening to a couple of songs by Don Tolliver, knowing that I have a podcast episode that I have to record, um, can be a bad thing. Because I'm chasing that feeling of comfort. And I'm allowing time to pass me by in a way where I have a slot scheduled to do episodes just like this. And I can miss that golden opportunity to get work done. Comfort is a drug. It's a deep drug. It is a drug unlike any type of narcotics, any type of alcohol that you can potentially partake of. It's addicting. Now, I don't want to sit down and say, who, what's the reason or who's the reason for being addicted to comfort? But there's many reasons. And if you're not aware of them, you can get caught up in the whole game. And life can literally pass you by while you're being comfortable. I've noticed that these past couple of months, um, getting back on potting. I was so comfortable taking months off that it was very difficult for me to get back into the groove of things. And that goes with anything, learning a new skill, exercising, eating right. It's comfort. It's all about your brain trying to figure out a way to make your life as comfortable as possible because it needs to preserve energy to live. And that, unfortunately, is not the way the world works today. The victors of the world 
are the ones who remain uncomfortable. They put themselves in dynamic situations. They heighten their awareness of multiple skills. And they pursue many avenues to escape the boredom that is life. That is how you succeed. I realize that being comfortable isn't so much so a bad thing because comfort is a great thing to aspire. But it's like a drug. And you have to use that drug very sparingly. Now, I'm not going to say that comfort is all 100% bad. No. Like I said previously, we should all aspire to have some sort of comfort in our life, a place where we can call our own, a bed to sleep on, um, a good book to read, a great podcast, like the Yo, That Sexy Podcast, to listen to. But too much comfort dulls you. It doesn't sharpen your sword. It doesn't give you purpose. Comfort should come from the sacrifice that you give to the purpose. And all things come with a sacrifice. You sacrifice time at your job and your physical labor to receive compensation. To help provide you comfort. But you don't acquire comfort first and then go out and work the job. It doesn't work that way. At least in my case... And from the cases that I've heard over the years of living in this life, uh, at least I I haven't heard it been that way. So I think that comfort takes you away from some of the realities that you need to face about yourself. One thing about whenever I get high... um, is I like to smoke a lot of sativas. Is it sativa or indica? Whichever one is a downer. I think it's I think I think indica is the downer, if I'm not mistaken. Um don't 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 mind me. I'm still I'm still learning my um my strings. Um but whenever I have that relaxed point, I get to take an introspective look into my life. Decisions that I've made um opportunities that i had opportunities that i accepted opportunities that i missed and you find that comfort usually stems in all of the areas of what you choose to do a lot of people stick with a job because of the comfort of the paycheck. A lot of people stick with a person because of the comfort of knowing that that person's there and you know their idiosyncrasies and you you understand them. You know all of that shit. You know all of the bullshit that they can put you through. And it's a certain level of crazy. Well, that's what we like to call it in, in, in pop culture. It's a certain level of crazy that you're willing to deal with or put up with. It's all comfort. It's a certain level of comfort that will continue to foster relationships with toxic people. 
because of the the fear of of putting yourself out there and not having the same amount of friends or or different friends but sometimes most of the time actually comfort 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 is what'll kill you it is exactly what is going to kill your spirit it is exactly what is going to destroy your body there is finding comfort in drinking a bottle of alcohol or smoking too much weed i think i think when you smoke too much you have to start asking yourself am i smoking to enjoy the high or am i smoking to get away from something am i comfortable so i'm smoking weed or am i smoking weed to just get comfortable you shouldn't depend on the substance to help you get to a place of where you can enjoy your comfort the one thing about comfort or the many things about comfort is that it takes away your ability to think critically because you're not out there to be on the go. If you have a massive amount of comfort, what confrontations do you have in your life? Honestly, your brain is automatically designed to avoid confrontations at all costs. There's not that many people in the world that will run towards danger. Um, Put in situations where, you know, it's not seriously life or death. It's not that many people that run towards danger. That's why people like firemen, policemen, people that have served in the service, anyone that does a highly risky, dangerous job are usually met with a lot of accolades. Um, Except for police, it's a hard time to be a cop. Um... But you usually met with a lot of accolades because this is a job that requires you to sacrifice your body all the time, all the time. You're sacrificing your well-being all the time. You're avoiding the comfort of sitting at an office and typing your soul away. And I'm not saying that as a diss to people who do work at an office. I just know that, you know, for certain individuals... It's not it. I know for me it isn't. Comfort does this dulls the senses. It really does. It takes away your ingenuity to do something more. It makes you look at the situation that you're in and you don't see the problems in it. It's like comfort is what will blind you to the red flags in your life. Comfort. It'll blind you. It'll definitely blind you. It'll blind you. It'll blind you because you purchased three bottles of alcohol. And by the end of two weeks, all three bottles are gone. That's how it blinds you. That's how it blinds you. And and it's just you drinking it. It's comfort. 
comfort takes away the realities of the world. And it you don't look at it as objectively as you should. You don't look at the insufficiencies. You don't look at the at the credit scores. You don't look at where you measure up to to certain people. And you know, you shouldn't compare yourself to other people, but there are should be there should be benchmarks that you should want to accomplish. Goals that you want to accomplish and it'd be nice to see people that are going after those same goals. So how do we get rid of comfort? Not so much we get rid of it, but how do we manage comfort to where it doesn't take us over? I think 60% of the battle, because I'm always dealing with it, I think 60% of the battle is recognizing where we are in it. At what point of your life do you feel like, hey, man, I'm, I'm really comfortable here. When you usually get into a new relationship or you've been at a job for quite some time. When you've made enough of money where paying bills, you know, you pay them, but, you know, it's like, hey, you don't really think about it. Look at those moments when you're partaking or partying a little bit too much. Look at those moments. Step one is to be hyper aware of what is going on. And it requires a lot of meditation and it requires a lot of introspection into yourself. Intro. Is it intra or intro? I think it's introspective. Introspection. I just looked it up and it's introspection. So you learn something new every day, I guess. But um comfort, man. God, you I wish you guys could see me in this fucking blanket. I am in all of my glory. But sometimes you gotta take the blankets off. And you gotta get the fuck out of the bed. And you have to brush your teeth. And you have to wash up. You have to put on your clothes. And you have to go out into the world. And some days are going to be so mundane. They're going to drain you. Especially the days where you're sitting in two-hour traffic for a ride that should only take you about 30 minutes. And it is going to be painful at those moments where things get mundane and you don't feel like change is happening so comfort seems to be the only thing that is ironically comforting david foster wallace author of the book infinite jest uh gave a commencement speech um titled this is water i have that posted below and in speech, it's a he's speaking to a group of graduates that are coming out. And they have no idea what the world is like. And in his speech, it's basically about how mundane things can be in this world. It is very hard to escape the reality of points where comfort can easily creep in 
and the expression for thought, the chase for, well, the chase to avoid casual exchanges of platitudes and, and, and simply low vibrations of movement, of connection of people, it's very hard. It's very hard to escape it. So avoiding comfort, step one is just always to realize that it's everywhere. And you have to learn to deal with it. You have to learn to deal with not being comfortable. And step two is step out. You are going to look like a jackass at first doing multiple different things. Pursuing different things. You're going to look like you don't know what you're doing. And people are going to talk about you. And that's a great thing. Because if no one is talking, then you're not doing anything. Now, saying that, I'm also not saying that doing multiple different things and not completing certain tasks and, you know, having unfinished projects left and right. That doesn't, no. But having a goal, being focused, setting yourself up in a position to accomplish something, going towards that goal. People are going to get in your way. They're going to tell you that you're doing too much. They're going to tell you to relax. Uh, they're going to tell you, hey, man, listen, just, dude, it's only one. Just have one. I mean, come on, man. You know, the fuck, dude? It's a burger. Just, it's not going to kill you. And it probably won't kill you. Nine times out of ten, it won't. But it's comfort. You have to avoid these things. You have to avoid comfort. You have to know when you can handle a modest amount of it. And that comes with discipline, that comes with focus, and that comes with purpose. So before I sign off, I have to give a shout out to the drink of the episode. Um, we're going to give it to Water, uh, rest in peace, David Forster Wallace, and a new whiskey that has made its way to my beautiful bar. James E. Pepper 1776 Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It's 100 proof. Um, this is a really interesting whiskey. Um, it has a very sharp mid-taste. Um, but if you... If you take your time and be patient with this bourbon, um, you can definitely have it with steak, uh... I would even suggest it with salmon. If you take your time with this bourbon, um, you'll find that it's really nice on the palate. Uh, it doesn't bite too much, and it doesn't hit hard on the taste. Like I said, it has a very strong, um, sharp mid-taste to it. So when you taste it, it's going to be like, oh, whoa. And it just rides out really smoothly. Um, so I want to give a shout out to those beverages. And I also want to give a shout out to all the new subscribers, all the new followers. I know that you guys are, um, if you haven't already, please follow me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, at Oh That Sexy Podcast. Facebook, I have a Facebook page, at Oh That Sexy Podcast. 
Um, you can pick up the podcast on Apple. You can pick up the podcast on Spotify. You can pick it up on SoundCloud. You can pick it up on Google Play and now on Stitcher. I am. Uh, I just recently signed up for Stitcher, so I'm, I'll be out there. I'm probably going to try and do Podbean in, in the near future. And I'm also on YouTube. Yay, I'm everywhere. Um, so listen, I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank you all for... Um, enjoying this podcast if you listen to it all the way even if you didn't um, and you managed to get back to it uh, I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart Um, I love you all and remember stay sexy it fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me take it easy thank you so much for listening to the all that sexy podcast again I think I said it. I'm pretty sure I said it. Well, it doesn't matter. You guys love me anyway. You can find me on all social media platforms at V-T-H-E-O-N-L-Y-L-E-T-T-E-R on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You already know all that shit. You can also follow the podcast on the same social media platforms and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes, new insight, new intellect, and of course, new debauchery on SoundCloud. Links will be posted to all respective platforms. I love you all from the middle of my heart, like right at the left atrium, like in that little area. That's where I'm going to Please like, share, and subscribe. And remember, stay sexy. You don't want to waste one. Girl, you know you got the remedy. And baby, you and I make synergy. And I can see it in your eyes, ooh, shorty, I can see it in your eyes.